the drunk astrologer. Welcome to the Drunk Astrologer Podcast. I'm your host, Allison, and thank you so much for listening. This episode is going to be covering the week of Sunday, November 26th through Saturday, December 2nd. This is going to be a quicker podcast episode than normal because we don't have quite as much to talk about. There is going to be one major theme that we're going to see repeated over and over and over again as we talk about the energies and the astrology of this week. That theme is open and honest communication. That is why the drink this week is a drink that is open and honest about what it is. It's right there in the name. That's the rum and coke. It's easy to make. There's not a lot of frills. There's nothing extra added. It doesn't say rum and coke, but it actually has three other ingredients. And anybody can make it. Put some rum in a cup. Fill the rest of it with coke. And you can mix and match. Make it however you want. The energy this week is asking for exactly that. For us to be open and honest about what we are, what we're doing, and where we want to go. As always, we're going to start off by talking about the moon. So we're going to start on Sunday the 26th. The moon is going to be moving into Gemini. With this, this is going to bring curiosity restlessness. Gemini moons care a lot about keeping things light. It's not about getting deep in the weeds with information or understanding or emotions. It's about just keeping things light and experiencing the vastness of what's out there and available to us. One of the things I always talk with Gemini about with Geminis is Geminis tend to get a bad rep. But one of the things that you have to remember with Geminis is that They are, first of all, very honest, but second of all, they care a lot about seeing all sides of a picture. So when the moon's in Gemini, it cares about seeing everything, not just exactly what's put in front of it. This is also going to be a good time to get into things like writing or reading. A Gemini moon is very helpful for that energy. Next, on Tuesday, the 28th, the moon's going to be moving into Cancer. The moon in Cancer, it's home. It's exactly where it's supposed to be. It's a very healing energy. It's all about peace and quiet. The moon moving into Cancer is like stepping into the door after a night out with friends or after a busy day at work and being able to just breathe, take your shoes off, take your bra off, take your pants off, and just be at peace and at home, and recover. When the moon is in Cancer, it almost feels like a day off from a lot of the stress. So we get that nice little break until Friday, the 1st. The moon's going to be moving into Leo. Now, for me personally, this is my favorite place for the moon to be. It is when I have my lunar return uh, because my moon is in Leo in my natal chart. It's a very generous, large, loving, just the energy, the emotions, everything is just taken to a bigger level. We just put a megaphone on everything and just shout from the 
the the just highest building just shout out about excitement about the things that we love about the things that we care about there's definitely a attention seeking aspect to the moon in leo i mean you're talking to a leo moon who started a podcast by herself so you could just hear me talk but it it tends to a lot of people feel that when the moon is in leo Now let's get into the main themes of this week and the main aspects. And we're going to actually continue talking about the moon. Because on Monday, the 27th, at exactly 1.16 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, so for those of us out on the West West Coast, uh, 1.16 in the morning. For those on the East Coast, 4.16. I'm out in the West, though, so I always do the West Coast. (laughs) Uh, but on Monday at 1.16 a.m., we're going to have a full moon in Gemini. Now, full moons are always intense. And one of the reasons that full moons are intense is that they're illuminating things. The full moon is coming in and you're seeing things that you couldn't see before. So the stereotype of in Hollywood of everything, everybody's crazier and everything's crazier on a full moon. Well, there's some truth to that. And there's all these theories about, well, people don't get as much sleep because the full moon keeps them up, just different stuff like that. In astrology, it just basically is this understanding that not everybody knows how to handle that energy. That's a lot of energy and having things illuminated that you don't want illuminated causes people to lash out. It causes them to act up, causes people to do things that may potentially be dangerous. This specific full moon, it's a lot about finding that balance between the details of things and the big picture. It's about not getting bogged down in the details, but also not forgetting them. During this full moon, Gemini is a lot about communication. It's ruled by Mercury. We're talking a lot about Mercury this week, which is kind of where we get that idea of open and honest communication. This full moon in Gemini is not going to give us an option when it comes time to be open and honest. We're going to feel this deep need to communicate, this deep need to express ourselves, and things are going to get out whether we want them to or not. So anything that we're holding in, anything that we're not communicating, is going to force itself out regardless. That's going to be a big thing of this full moon. You're going to have people lashing out. You're going to have people talking about things that... Maybe you didn't know they felt that way, and it's because they've been keeping them deep down inside. What we need to do is listen to people. We also need to listen to ourselves. What are people actually feeling? What are they honestly feeling? And how can we help people through these emotions? How can we help ourselves through these emotions? As we start to get into it, is there places in our lives that we just need to get rid of people or, or ideas that we have because they're just not useful? You're going to have people that you thought maybe a coworker really liked your idea at work and all of a sudden it's going to be like, oh, nope, they actually think that's really stupid. Well, maybe that's a good thing to know and maybe we need to get rid of that idea. During the full moon, it's going to be very important not to finalize anything, but pay attention to what makes sense. So as we kind of go into it, again, that whole kind of 
idea of a coworker mentioning how stupid they think your idea is. Maybe don't make changes quite yet, don't finalize everything, but truly ask yourself, does this all make sense? This full moon is going to give us a lot of opportunities to improve ourselves as well. So it's going to help us understand ourselves better when we work through these emotions coming up, when we work through the difficulties this moon is going to throw at us. It's going to give us the opportunity to speak up for things that we believe in. And it's a really good time to follow passions and make changes to help us get to where we really want to be going. This full moon is going to be very illuminating, but because we know what's coming up, we know how to move forward. Now, right after this full moon, actually on the same day, on Monday the 27th, Mercury will be squaring Neptune. Squares are very tough energies. The planets are not happy with each other. What this really does is this is going to allow Neptune to distort Mercury's thinking. So Mercury is how we think, how we communicate, things like that. And Neptune's going to distort all of it. There's going to be a lot of miscommunication. There's going to be a lot of uh, lack of clarity. It's going to be very, very hard to get things done. This is not the time to do anything business related. This is the time to sit back, stick to the basics, be upfront, be honest, and communicate openly and directly. Stick to things that are practical. Anything that is going to be out of the ordinary, that's going to be strange, that's going to be extreme, that's going to be just not open and direct, is going to backfire. Trying to manipulate during this time is really going to backfire. I think we're going to see manipulations come out during this energy. And it's going to be interesting to see. And we can prevent that from happening to ourselves by making sure that we are upfront and honest. Also, if you're going to a bar around this time, you're going to want to order something like a rum and coke. Something that is not going to be difficult to make and there's not going to be any miscommunication. It's going to be easy, direct, your bartender will appreciate it. We have a little bit of a break then until Friday. On Friday the 1st, Mercury will be moving into Capricorn. When Mercury is in Capricorn, this is all about practicality. This is all about being methodical. This is a time where we're really going to be sorting out our lives and we're going to be focusing on things like is this item or is this behavior or is this person relevant and essential to me being able to move forward? We're going to see our focus really being on things like long-term benefits versus just short, sudden bursts of happiness or money. We're going to be looking at what can benefit us the most long-term. We're going to be focused more on survival than on splurging. When you're looking to purchase during this time, it's going to be looking at it and going, Is this going to help me move forward? Is this going to help me with survival? In some cases, it may seem like a frilly thing, but if it's going to make that person happy when you buy it for them as a Christmas present, that's survival as well. Mercury is all about the bottom line, no fluff, nothing extra in your drink, just the rum and coke. We do need to make sure that during this time, we don't become too rigid. Capricorn is notorious And as someone who has six planets in Capricorn, I am notorious for getting very upset when things change or things do not go as planned. 
So while Mercury is in Capricorn, we have to keep that from happening to ourselves. It's extremely hard for me, someone who has a lot of Capricorn, but for people out there who don't have a lot of Capricorn energy, aren't really kind of used to that, they may start feeling themselves getting upset when things don't go exactly as planned or things don't look the way they thought they were going to look. It's difficult, but we just have to be patient. This is also a really good time to set plans, get organized. While Mercury is in Capricorn, go ahead and do all the hard work, do the organization. Start plotting out what you want long term. Start looking at five-year plans, five-year goals, 10-year goals. How can you get there? And put the structure in place now. You will find that will be easier as you move forward. Finally, we have on Saturday, December 2nd, we have Mercury sextile in Saturn. Sextiles are very happy energies. The planets work very well together. And what's very interesting with this is you have Mercury sextile in Saturn, which Saturn rules Capricorn. So it's a very good energy to have right after Mercury moved into Capricorn. It's going to really help us with that Mercury and Capricorn energy. It's going to provide us a lot of things like clear thinking, good memory, good concentration. It's going to allow us to have great organization. And it's going to help us catch up on those mundane things that maybe got skipped over during some of the more chaotic energy that we've had recently. We've been dealing with some Neptune, some some uh Pisces energy, some Uranus type energy in the past couple weeks. And this is going to be a time just to catch up. This is a good time to kind of catch up on cleaning that you may have missed recently. It's a good time to put up Christmas decorations too. I will say that. Uh, that is actually my plan for that day because it's going to be easier to do because that those mundane things are just easier. This is a good time to catch up on those business deals that we haven't been able to do earlier this week while we were dealing with all this miscommunication and all this struggle. It's a time where open and honest communication is going to be so easy. It's going to be easy to walk in and ask for what you want to ask for. This is going to be a time to ask for things like raises. This is going to be a time to ask for what you truly want for Christmas. You are in a situation where maybe you have someone who always buys you something you don't want for Christmas. I honestly can't relate to that, so I don't even have an example um, but if you have someone in your life who always buys you something you don't really want for Christmas, this is going to be a time to let them know, hey, I don't actually like this item. Would you, I, here's some things that I would like. And if you're my family listening to this, I don't really have any advice for you. I can't figure out what I want for Christmas either. Um, so, uh, but open and honest communication is great during this time. This is also a really good time to share information, to learn, and to teach. This is around the time that we start preparing for Christmas. We start putting the Christmas decorations up. We start baking the Christmas cookies, things like that. I know one thing that I plan on doing this year is sharing my recipes for my Christmas cookies with as many people as possible. In past years, I always was able to have a big staff that I work with. Um, I would always kind of... Um, the, the property that I worked on had a lot of staff members, not even necessarily in my department, but a lot of departments. So I would bake Christmas cookies for absolutely everybody. This year, I don't work with as many people. I 
went a completely different direction. I have less coworkers. And so this year it's going to be about teaching people how I made the cookies I made. So even though I don't have the same people to share them with this year, they still get shared. Uh, and reach out to me if you want any recipes. I make really good chocolate chip cookies. Uh, the secret is actually coffee liqueur or espresso liqueur in the batter. So if you want to make really good chocolate chip cookies, I recommend just, uh, just pour until your heart's content uh, some coffee liqueur or espresso liqueur into your chocolate chip batter. It will make a difference. That is it for the astrology this week. I know we had a little bit of a cooking podcast there at the very end, um, but that's kind of what this week is about, is about being open and honest about things that we enjoy, things that we want, things we want to do, and it's going to help us to put the foundation in place that as we move on, as we get through Christmas, as we get into the new year, we're putting a foundation in place for us to be able to grow things even bigger than we had before. So this week, keep it simple, keep it open, keep it honest, order a rum and coke. As always, if you end up having a rum and coke this week, snap a photo, send it to me, post it on social media, tag me. Uh, If you like this podcast, you want to help it grow, you want to allow me to be able to do even more things, because uh, I do have some ideas. I definitely want to offer more more things to my listeners. Uh, but one of the best ways that you can help me get more listeners is by sharing. Tell your family, tell your friends, post about the podcast on social media, post a picture of you drinking a rum and coke, tag me, send people my way. The other thing is you uh, can reach out to me if you have any questions, if you have anything you really want to hear about, anything you really want to see. You can email me directly at thedrunkastrologer at gmail.com. You can also find me on basically all the social media, TikTok, X, Threads, Facebook, Instagram, The Drunk Astrologer. And finally, I still have my Patreon. Uh, so I Patreon. Basically, everything is free at this time. Uh, Putting up everything free. I even switched the full moon and new moon mantras to being something available to everybody. Uh, There is still the option to support me if you want to become a patron. Uh, You get monthly card readings. You get a shout out on the podcast. And as I continue to grow, you'll get more and more content. and kind of get to claim you were one of the first ones in there. First one's a part of the group. Once we get enough people, I even want to start doing some live events. Uh, So live happy hours, things like that. So feel free to to join. Uh, And that is just Patreon at The Drunk Astrologer. And that is it for this week. Thank you again so much for listening. As always, please drink responsibly. And I'll see you on the other side. The Drunk Astrologer.